Hi, thanks for listening to Extreme Encounter Ministries podcast. We pray that you are blessed and challenged through this time and through this teaching. God bless you, and thanks again for listening. Freedom, thank God for liberty. Thank God for righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, because that's the kingdom, right? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Ephesians chapter 2, And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sin. You he made alive who were dead. I want to get to chapter 3, but I want to look at some of this stuff. And raised us up, and we've talked about this, right? And raised us up and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He brought us to a place of oneness with Christ. That, that God just could no longer be separated from us. It's not just about, God, we need you. God wants you. God desires you. And because he no longer wanted separation, he didn't just bring you closer to him. But the, rail, the, the, the veil was torn in two so that you could have direct access and you could become one with him. Jesus, God, Holy Spirit desired that oneness with you. That's how much he loves you and made us to sit together in heavenly places that in the ages to come, he might show exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us. He seated us with him so that in the ages to come, which includes right now, he may show the richness of his grace (laughs) and his kindness towards us. Go down in 14. For he himself is our peace. God is your peace. If you're straining for peace today, the work of the cross provides peace for you. And not only does it provide peace for you, but Jesus is your peace. The God that you've become one with is peace for you. Peace. Is that not refreshing today? God, peace, 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 peace. And Paul calls it this, a peace that passes understanding, passes this. It's a makes no sense peace. In fact, it denotes the idea that in the midst of turmoil, you still can operate in peace. It's peace that makes no sense. Isn't that good? And guess where that peace is? He's provided it for us through the oneness with Christ. Because the chastisement for our peace was upon him. We have peace. Thank God for peace. Thank God for peace. Yeah. So we go on to chapter 3. For this reason, because of all of this, because of now who I am, because I'm seated with Christ... Paul says this, For this reason I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for you Gentiles, that his life was not purposed for himself, but it was purposed for reaching people. That Paul said this, Because I'm one with Christ, and Jesus came to seek and save that which is lost, guess what? That's now my job description. That is now your job description. I'm, I have given myself to this for your sake. Paul was saying, that's us now, right? Because of the gospel, the good news. And then it says this, If indeed you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me, Paul is saying this, which was given to me for you. 
the dispensation of the grace of God. That word dispensation simply means this. It's the administration. We can understand that better than dispensation because in our country we are under Obama's administration. And so because we vote, so administration changes. So maybe we could have like another Reagan administration and the things that took place under the Reagan administration. And everything was subject to the administration that it was under. Do you get this? And so Paul says, now we are under the administration of grace. Paul said that this is now, everything falls under this. And it would be like being in a free country and operating like a communist. And we're kind of seeing that maybe just a little bit, aren't we? Some communistic ways. But when we understand that being under grace is like trying to operate as a communist within a free country. If you try to operate outside of grace and what grace is and what grace provides, then you are operating contrary to the administration. Which Paul says, the administration. He said, God has given me this administration to give to you. The administration of grace. It's the economy. You know, we struggle and we wrestle and we argue and we get mad when the economy is bad. But you understand that under the administration of grace, the economy is always good. Always good economy under the administration of God's grace. This is what Paul was saying. You are under this administration. And everything that grace means, and look at this, the word grace, and we've talked about this lots, 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 lots. It's of manner or act. It's abstract or concrete. It's literal, figurative, or spiritual. It's including and especially the divine influence upon the heart. This is grace. And there's more to it, but I won't stop there. It's the divine influence on the heart. We are under the administration of God's influence on our heart. Not only God's influence, but it's God's power and it's God's ability. you got to get this because I want to see you laying hands on the sick and watching them recover. I want to see you walk in joy in the most dismal times. What a travesty that we live in this country and look at the things that set us off. What would happen if you were in a third world country, some of you? No disrespect intended, but you need to hear that. Because we get upset and worked up about the stupidest stuff. Oh, no, you ain't talking to me. Probably am. Because we are under grace. We are under God's influence in our lives. 
We are under this. It's his power at work in us. I want you to get this because I want you to operate in joy. I want you to have joy unspeakable and full of glory and release that to everyone you come in contact with. Why? Because you need strength today. And scripture tells us that the joy of the Lord is your strength. So yes, I want you operating not just in joy, but in the fullness of joy that God intended for you. Like to operate in and then to release it out there. And, and in this country, we have decided that joy is based on what we have and what we don't have. Our joy is based on whether our dreams have come true or they haven't. But God says this, and Paul said, I know how to abase and I know how to abound. I know how to have and I know how to go without. And it's all the same to me because there's a consistency inside of me. If your joy and happiness and whether you can laugh and smile is based on everything going right in your life, then there's something wrong, and it's not with God's economy. It's not with what you're under. Guess where it lies? Responsibility. There was a song when I was a youth pastor it said, responsibility, what's that? Responsibility, not quite yet. It was a punk rock song. Yes, I listened to all that stuff. Did I like it? No, absolutely not. But I was a youth pastor. <laughs> responsibility, what's that? Not quite yet. We don't want responsibility. Joy, joy, joy. See, when Jesus came to his disciples and he said, unless you eat of me, unless you partake of me, Why was he saying that? Because you can't have everything that God has to offer without having God. We want joy, 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 joy. But no, you've got to come under submission to grace. You've got to understand that it's not about you and what you do. It's about your submission coming under grace. That's why this man very fervently has been trying to preach identity to you. Feel like a broken record. You've got to get this. You've got to get who you are. You've got to get that you have healing in your hands and joy in your heart. Whether you feel it or not, if Holy Spirit's there, joy is there. I don't feel joy. I don't care what you feel. You've got to learn to tap into the truth that's inside of you. The peace has been paid for. Jesus is not going to die again so you can be free. Jesus is not going to take the crown of thorns on his head again so you can operate in the peace that's already been paid for. It's already been paid for. It's already been paid for. Not only has it been paid for, but he said to Telestai, paid in full, it is finished paid in full. Full. Ever have a debt canceled? Anyone? Anyone, you know, sometimes you have a debt canceled because it's years and years and years of canceling that debt. But when it's canceled, it's like, ah, that's what Jesus did. <laughs> Paid in full. Yeah. I love it because it's at these times where Jesus would respond in the very same way. Those whom little are forgiven, those same love little. Thank you, God, that we are under this dispensation. It means this, that where grace is, is acceptable, favor, 
We are under the administration of favor. We're under that administration. So from the place of administration is where everything flows, right? From the place of administration, right, is, is where everything flows, all the orders, how things are supposed to be. When it's, we turn left, we turn left. When we turn right, we turn right. From this place of administration where orders are given. So we are now under the administration of grace, Paul said. And so from this place of benefit, of favor, of being accepted, oh, what a, what a beautiful thing today with this generation to understand you are accepted. You're accepted, you're accepted. What a travesty that religious fingers would say, but do this, do this, do this. You're accepted exactly as you are. Exactly as you are. But the, the, listen, those mighty hands of grace have such a way of molding and shaping. <laughs> and God uses those lively stones and not those bricks that are just shaped equally in the same, Right? Remember the children of Israel were instructed, let's make bricks. Let's make bricks. Each one is uniform. If it, if it wasn't uniform, if that brick was marred or if that brick was broken, it was be, to be tossed to the side. And Paul, or, or Jesus, or the Holy Spirit, God, says to us that he uses lively stones. Each one is different, shaped different, a different function. And it's all beautiful as this thing that looks like chaos with all these personalities and desires and longings, comes together. What a beautiful picture. It's like looking at a, a, a picture of really close. Have you heard of George Surratt? They, the nickname was, I think that's his first name, Dot Surratt is what they called him. Because if you'd look really close at the picture, it was really a combination of dots. And as you backed away, those dots became a beautiful piece of art. And so really that's God's picture of his body is that together it's just a bunch of dots. But as you look back from God's perspective, you see this beautiful piece of art that God has been, uh, um, that he's been painting and creating over time. And that's his body. God using lively stones under this administration of grace. The root word of grace there is to be full of cheer. Full of cheer. Full of cheer. <laughs> Never mind. That is calmly happy, well off. Wow. Be well, farewell, be glad. Hail, joyful, rejoicing. We are under an administration of rejoicing. <laughs> That's the administration that we're under. And I think that you have, uh, and there's some of you so political in here, and that's who you are, and that's your makeup. And what a travesty. How sad is it that people will condemn you for being political? If that's who you are, that's who you are. And I think that we need to vote. And I think that we, if we don't vote, we don't complain. I think we need to vote. I think we have a responsibility. But I also think that Jesus says, Render Caesars that Caesars, that's not my kingdom. You are in this world, but you're not of it. <laughs> I am convinced. I haven't tried it yet. And I hope I never have to. But I am convinced that you could live in a cardboard box or in a three-story house with a picket fence 
and under this administration could experience the same kind of joy and peace in either situation. I believe that with all of my heart. Because it's not based on what we have or what we don't have. So in this journey of discovering who we are, understanding who we are, understanding what grace means and what grace produces in our lives, and we understand that this is what I'm under. So this administration in this realm, right, does not dictate how I act or how I react or how I respond. Because under this administration, he says, this administration is inside of you. This grace is inside of you. And that's the prayer when Jesus uh, was saying this model prayer. He said, on earth as it is in heaven. He was saying, this administration of grace that you are under is inside of you. Now you release this administration in this realm. You bring my kingdom to this kingdom. You have the power to do that. Kind of, there's times as I struggle as I'm praying, and the, I, I, you know, I hope you believe that the Holy Spirit leads me in what I'm supposed to say and what I'm supposed to do when we come together. If you don't, I would question, no disrespect intended, but why you're here. I know it's no way to grow a church, but if you don't think that I'm hearing from God, I would question. Well, then, find someone that is sincerely. But as I'm praying, the Lord always brings me back to this, and then I have that fear. The person that's always, I love you, 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 yeah, you love me, you know. Kind of loses its meaning. I don't want this to lose its meaning. I want you to get this. You've got to get this. You can't, it's why we're admonished to have ears to hear. Because we have ears, but we don't always have ears to hear, do we? And so it's so important today that you and I are hearing what Holy Spirit is saying and it's far above my opinion, it's far above my wife's opinion, it's far above Michelle's opinion, it's far above Courtney's opinion, it's above Ashley's opinion, it's above, um, it's above Kurt's opinion, it's, it's God's opinion, right? And it's what he has to say. And so as we operate in this, you know, we see the manifestations of his kingdom in this realm. And I, I just love, and I've never been here and God has brought me here very recently and that is this he, uh, pray healing for the sick pray healing pray healing and he just keeps bringing me back to this I've always shied away I'll be honest with you and I've been in ministry now full-time for almost 20 years and I've always shied away from that I don't really know why I don't know if it's like I'm, I'm just being honest with being very real with you I don't know if it's like just this fear of like you know it not working come on can I be that real with you Okay? Yeah, anyone else deal with that? You know, like, yeah. oh, what if this doesn't work? You know, we, we, we act like we're super spiritual, but when the road meets the road, you know. And so God is bringing me back to this. And so when, through this revelation, we're releasing the kingdom of God and we're seeing healings. And I think probably the way, and this is what the Holy Spirit showed me, I think it was um, Friday or Wednesday for service. We talked about um, praying for the sick, right? Was it Friday. Maybe Wednesday and Friday. We've been doing a lot lately. And I feel like what the Holy Spirit showed me, remember, everywhere he went, said he healed every manner of sickness and disease. Remember those two different things, sickness and disease. We talked about how some of it was mental, some of it was emotional, how he very, he, the very makeup of that person was changed because they come in contact with Jesus. And physical healings, obviously, that means. And oppressions. 
And so as we read that and we say, this is what Jesus did. Everywhere he went, guess what? We probably should too. <laughs> and so I like this that you could come in here. And sometimes people that don't believe come in here. But for the, usually we're believers. And so I view this, and maybe, I don't know that this is always a, a good view, but I think it works for this. I view this as an, an opportunity to practice. It doesn't stop here. It's, it's practice. Like, it's the pregame, right? You're getting ready to go out and, and, and fight. You're getting ready to go out and release God's kingdom. So what an opportunity to come together and pray and practice this stuff so that we can go out there. How many of you, you don't have to raise your hand because I'm not trying to embarrass you. You say, I've never prayed for the sick before. I've never prayed for someone that's sick. I've never prayed for someone before. Jesus said, you will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. We got stuff to do. You've got the kingdom of God inside of you. We are under this administration of grace. Right? It's God's ability at work in us. That's grace. It's God's ability at work in us. It's God's favor at work in us. And everything that Jesus had because of the exchange, we have. The, the power in his hands to heal is now the power in my hands to heal. It is. We pray the Holy Spirit has ministered to your heart. Thanks again for listening. For more information on our ministry, visit us at extremeencounter.org.